Turn with me to the book of St. John, the second chapter in the first verse. I like to make the Bible live in our day, bring it into where we're at. What's it speaking to me now? What's it saying to me now? And the third day there was a marriage of Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. When they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servant, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Remember that. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And they were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three fur skins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governors of the feast, and they bear it. When the rulers of the feast had tasted the water, they made... That was made wine and knew not whence it was. But the servants which knew, which drew the water knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom. Saith unto him, every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. When men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. Catch this. The be- this beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee. And manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. What caused his mama to believe that she never saw him do a miracle? What caused her to believe that this day something was going to start happening? What got to hold her heart? The, this beginning of miracles did Jesus in the Canaan of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. Catch that, manifested forth his glory. After this he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren and disciples, and they continued there not many days. Father, please anoint me. To preach this tonight, Lord, please anoint me. Let's go back to John 2 and 1. Thank you for being here. God bless you. Thank you. I'm so excited about this. I have studied and read and studied and read. John 2 and 1. And the third day there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now, for a Jewish marriage, it wasn't a 30-minute thing or a two-hour deal. Uh, you go all the way back to, to, to Judges 14 and 7. And she wept before him the seven days when their feast lasted. And it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her because she lay sore upon him. And she told the riddle to the children of her people that Samson's, their, their wedding lasted six days. You go back to, to Jacob and, and, and Leah. In Genesis twenty nine twenty six, and Laban said, It must not be done so in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week or her seven days. Let this let this ceremony, this wedding ceremony, fulfill her week, and we will give thee also for the service that thou shalt serve me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. So, so their, their wedding is not just a two-hour ceremony. This thing's going to last at least seven. And I found another place that said it could last 14 days. So when they have a wedding, they're, they're not going to do it unless two or three things. They can afford enough wine. And I read and read and studied on this. Their, their wine, and, and it's, it's the argument's not whether it was fermented or juice. That's not important. Their wine was like your wedding dress or your wedding cake. It was like your your uh, grooms or your uh, the, the ladies. They're not going to have a wedding 
without enough wine to last the whole seven days or however how long the ceremony is going to go. That's the purpose. The wine represents blessings. It represented joy and it represented peace. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. Catch this. This is what I want to preach now. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. It sounds like a church service to me. We open up, Jesus, won't you come? And they had the preachers. They had the disciples. Jesus, won't you come? This, this sounds like he's, he's giving us a picture of a church service. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. So, so we, you can really go deep with this. You, you got the bride of Christ there and you got the groom there. Their wedding taking place. Jesus, please come. Please show up. Not just Jesus, but the preachers, the disciples came to it. sounds like church to me. And, and in Revelations 21 and 9, and there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven lice plagues, and talked with me, said, Come hither, and I'll show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife hath made herself ready. Revelations 21 and 2. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adored for her husband. Now watch this. John 2 and 3. And when they wanted wine, now the church services started. They took up prayer requests. They're right in the middle of worship. Somebody's singing amazing grace. And nothing's happening. There's no move of the Spirit. There's no wine. There's no flow of the Holy Ghost. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Hallelujah. 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 And the mother of Jesus said, they have no wine. Thank you. Would you give a hand clap to everybody that's watching tonight? I've got some friends that's watching this service tonight. But I, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I'm going to preach gentle. But I wish across America some members, some pastors, some deacons, some elders would be bold enough to stand up Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, and say, hey, we're going through a form and a fashion, but where is the wine? Where is the spirit? Where is the move of God? Where, where is conviction? Where is that thing that draws hearts and touch life? We, we come in a storm. We leave in a storm. We come lost. We leave lost. We come discouraged. We leave discouraged. Where is the wine in the service? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, pour out your spirit. Lord, pour out your spirit. I don't know about you. I'm fighting two bigger services, two bigger battles, carrying too many loads to go set out a dead, dry service. I need God to show up. I need the presence of God. I need the spirit of God. I need more than a pat on the head. I need more than a chill bump. I need the anointing that destroys it yoke I want to see his glory let me let me hear from heaven it's not enough to have a nice building and a nice crowd in a budget we have no wine Ephesians 5 18 and be not drunk with wine which in his excess but be filled with the spirit Acts 2 13 others mock saying these men are full of new wine but Peter standing up with the leaven lifted up his voice and said to them, You men of Judah and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words, for they are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is 
but the third hour of the day. But this is that that was spoken of by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. So, you, 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 got, you got, I'm going to preach two sermons just for a minute. One I want to share in a few weeks, then I'm going to come back to this. So, we got a group here, we're wanting the wine, but at the same time, at the same time, I've got a, my sister's probably watching tonight. Anybody that's watching, please pray for my sister, Sheila. She's got cancer in the stage four, and they've, the, Tried two medicines. One of them worked good for two years. God give us two wonderful years. Then they tried another one and it didn't work. Now they found something. They started Monday and they feel like this is going to work. So Sheila's sitting just about a mile this way, probably watching us. Her Sheila, we love you. We're praying. You're my sister, my friend. But Sheila's praying, God, turn this thing around. I was texting Kenneth this, this today. He said, I'm having a tough day, but I'm doing a little better. So little Charlie and, and, and Tammy and Kenneth are praying, God, curse the root of this thing. God, turn this thing around. We got somebody praying for a child, somebody praying for a need, somebody praying for a doctor's report. We're asking Jesus a lot. You got to catch this. And Jesus said, woman, what I have I to do with thee, mine hour is not yet come. I, I've read that and I've studied and I never, Lord just kind of hid it from me. Why, why, why is Jesus almost being short with his mother? Why is Jesus, when his mother, I don't read many times, she asks of anything of him. She's followed him. If anybody's been faithful to, she's not only birthed him and fed him and weaned him and bathed him and changed him. She's been faithful to the call, the eternal call on his life. And she asks of simple things and he turns and he says, my hour is not yet come. And the Holy Ghost about two o'clock this morning, this is new to me. I've been working on this about three days but the Holy Ghost began to speak to me he's not going to do anything that's not going to give him glory Hallelujah. If he just did, you, you, somebody going to get mad at this. If he just did it because he loved people, there'd not be one starving baby in the world. There'd not be one molested child in the world. There'd not be one tear in the world. He don't just move because there's a need. He moves to give him glory. I wish you could hear this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if he did it right at this time right here, right before everybody realized the wine was gone, he would just be kind of nonchalant and he's going to wait till everybody realizes this thing's over and then he's going to show up. Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to now. Hallelujah. You said, Brother Wynn, it's too late now. No, it's not too late. He's just waiting till he can get glory out of this. He's waiting till the preacher can't say, look what I've done or the doctor can't say, look what I've done or the judge or the lawyer He's going to wait till about a year later. You're going to wipe a tear and you're going to look back. I want you to know I had some help, but it was only Jesus that brought me through. I wish somebody praise him out loud. Hallelujah. He said, my hour's not yet come. Hallelujah. God, I'm praying for this man that's bound by, by drugs or alcohol. I'm praying for this one that's got this addiction. When you going to move? And he said, he said, I, I can't move till it's time till I get glory out of this, till I can turn this situation around. Hallelujah. I want to, that's another message. 
message. I want to preach that sometime. You got to realize God's got a set appointment on some things. Hallelujah. God's got a set time about this time tomorrow. The famine's going to be over about this time tomorrow. It's going to rain about this time tomorrow. They're going to be a turnaround. How about this time tomorrow? They're going to be peace again about this time tomorrow. Something's going to change. Something's going to break. David, don't you just run up nonchalant. You stay still and you wait till you hear the sound of going in the mulberry bush. And then when you hear the sound of going, it's a sign from me that I'm ready to fight for you. And if you'll go, I'll go before you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants the glory. Mine hour's not yet come. Go with me to John 23. And Jesus said to them, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. There's an hour in every situation when it'll get Him the glory. When God wants to move, it's always to bring Him glory. If we can find that moment in every service, if we can find that moment in every service, Every time, we, if we could find that moment when God just wants to move. And sometimes it's like a wave. Sometimes it'll linger for an hour. Sometimes a wonderful, wonderful, amazing service. But really, that deep touch is about, about two or three minutes. And if you got in during that touch, it would, it would dry up a cancer. It would get a heart back in rhythm. It would fix diabetes. It would turn storms around. If you got in that flow of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him because his hour of was not yet come. Hallelujah. When that wave sweeps through, I'm getting sidetracked. I got to get back to my sermon. Let's go a little further. His mother saith on the servant, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Hallelujah. 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 Lisa, you hear me, daughter. I could have come to you probably. I'm telling you, I'm telling you among the world. I love you on the piano and I love you playing. But every time that Holy Ghost gets on you and it says, get off this piano and go lay hands on somebody. Paul, if you're on that base and that Holy Ghost, Paul, I remember that night. You run back to that corner. Remember that night you laid hands on that man that had been struggling and struggling and struggling. And we went, hallelujah. I, I've, I've prayed about it for years. I, it might not have happened if you'd have went 30 minutes later. It might not have been the same. But that anointing hit you. And he said, whatsoever he tells you, go ahead and do it. Hallelujah. I wonder what kind of services we would have. We let fear intimidate us. We let the devil intimidate us. We let people intimidate us. But if we realize if he'll speak to me it's not me that's going to do it it's God that's going to do it it's not me that's going to work it it's God that's going to work it if you'd be honest and realize all I'm going to do is pour out water and it's up to him to turn it to wine all I'm going to do is lay on my hands and pray but it's up to him to heal it's up to him to restore it's up to him to rebuke the devourer all I'm going to do is pour water hallelujah Hallelujah, but it's up to him to turn that water to wine. If you can touch people when he's present, I believe cancer would have to bow, trouble would have to bow, diabetes would have to bow, sin would have to bow, addictions would have to bow, bitterness and rebellion would have to bow. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I got a call, got a call. Brother Jerry's brother-in-law just, just looked like just looked like he was going to be days or weeks. But Jerry heard from the Lord. He got in that vehicle and he drove down to Riceville. That man's out driving, running around. Hallelujah. Somebody heard from the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody heard from the Lord. Hallelujah. When I first started working on this, I was thinking of our marriages and I thought, I thought, Jesus, you got about you got about four hours. You got about whoever whoever you speak to to go do this. They got about four hours, but this wedding could have went for up to seven days. But sometime God speaks to you and He sets the time clock. Hallelujah. And He said, if you'll move, hallelujah. Last Friday, Sheila and I, we didn't go to preach. We didn't go to have a revival. We drove 376 miles to pray for somebody, visit a little while, turned around and came back, and God moved. I come back. I told Sheila, I said, baby, I feel like I've left a camp meet and I'm in the will of God. I feel, I feel like I drove 376 miles, prayed, visited a little bit, turned around and came right back home. Hallelujah. 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 Would somebody be bold and lift your hands and say, God, speak to me and I won't hold back. God, if you'll speak to me, I won't hold back if you'll talk to me, Lord. Hallelujah. We wait, we question, we fear, we hold back, we tremble. But whatsoever he saith, if we just do it. Whatsoever he speaks, if we just do it. Whatsoever he sends us, if we're just talking to somebody that's watching internet tonight. If God speaks to you if you just obey him. Obedience is better than sacrifice. If you just obey him... People be healed and mended and restored and saved and delivered and set free. I've read this familiar good reading. I've dug in this. I've had so much fun preparing for this sermon. Watch this. I never caught this. If tell me later, our church. If you, I never caught this. And there was set there are six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three fur skins apiece. All these years reading that, hear, hear beautiful sermons along this line. All these years I just thought, this is the uh, wine that's run out. But I got to digging and reading and praying and searching. And these, listen to this. There was six. Number one, it's man's number. I did it my way. Number two, they weren't wine they weren't designed, they weren't built, they weren't intended to carry wine. These were water pots of stone. These weren't soft lamb skin or goat height that would let that wine ferment and would stretch. These were hard and they were cold. But Jesus said, I'm going to use them. I wish somebody could hear this. Jesus said, if somebody's in the crowd brave enough to pour into them, I'll use them. Hallelujah. 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 You go to church and we all gather around the one that preaches loud or shouts loud or sings pretty or lift their hands. But Jesus said, I'm looking for that one who don't even want to be here, who's hard and cold and hateful and bitter. And if somebody in the congregation will let me speak to you and say, if you'll start pouring into him, if you'll start pouring into her, if you'll start praying for them, if you'll start encouraging them, if you'll start being kind to them, if you'll start lifting their hands up, hallelujah, you'll start pouring water. 
water. Out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water. How I feel like preaching now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The coin wasn't lost at the beer joint. It was lost in the house. It was lost in the church. Hallelujah. There's not just, there's not just vessels in the house full of the new wine. Hallelujah. And I believe in every house across the nation, I believe there's some vessels of stone. They've got hurt and they've got wounded and they've got discouraged and they've been lied on and they've been robbed and they've been hurt and their hearts have become hard and the average church person is pulled away from them saying, God, they're going to probably end up being lost. If they make it, they'll barely make it. But the Lord said, I'm looking for somebody that I can speak to that'll start pouring into them and not just pour one testimony, pour till it gets up to the brim. Can anybody hear that? I mean, just start pouring in to that old stone vessel. Start pouring in to that backslider. Start pouring into that lost soul. Start pouring in that. Can I preach? Start pouring into that one that's got one foot in the church and one foot in the world. Start pouring, start pouring into that that the holy, that the holiest preachers try to destroy and preach away. Start telling them. Start telling them. God can help you. God can deliver you. God can set you free. He can give your peace back. He can give your joy back. He can restore what the canker worm and the locusts has stole. Somebody give Jesus a praise in this house. They weren't they weren't wineskins. Now now I looked up. Let's read it again. His mother said, What service do you do it? And there was set six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews. You know what these pots were for? What, what was the purifying of the Jews? They wore sandals, they were barefooted, they walked. And it was that little old stuff where, you can't preach, where a, a donkey had messed in the road and an ox had messed in the road and their feet had animal manure and their feet had dust and their feet had dirt and their feet had all this smell on it and they put it in those pots and they would wash them or they'd dip that water. This thing would become contaminated. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to me all day. All day. If some of us could hear, God's going to let you meet some people somewhere that this world's walked on. That this world has tried to step on. And your average church folk wouldn't give them the time of day. But he said, if you'll start pouring into them. If you'll start grabbing them and loving them. And not just one time pour till it gets up to the brim. Hallelujah. Anybody hear what I'm preaching right now? If you'll start pouring into them. That which is coming out of them. It won't be water. It'll be new wine. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 And there was set six water pots of stone. This is short scripture. It's got some nuggets in it. After the manner of the purifying of the Jews. Now this, this is strange. I've read it. I, this is just strange. Containing two? No. No, maybe three. Two? No. Maybe three. No. Two or three. Now, now a first skin 
could be, and there's different measurements. You got, look at two or three commentaries. One, one says it's eight gallon. Another says it's 11 gallon. So here's these big pots. And, and they say if it's, they say it could be 18, 22 gallons. He says, no, no, look at that one. That one might be 33 gallon. You know what he's telling us? Ain't no two people you're going to reach for be just exactly alike. And you, you may pour for a day into one person and get it up to the brim. It might be a 22-gallon. This one might be 33. It might take you a week, a month, or a year. Just keep pouring. Just keep loving. Just keep reaching. Just keep praying. Just keep hallelujah. Hallelujah. Living for the Lord now and doing wonderfully. But I remember a few years ago getting a burden for this particular person, and I called. And I had me a little prayer list. And, 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 and I don't always do this, but every time I'd call him, I'd put a note. Just put me a little mark. I'd get four marks. My fifth call, I'd put a slain, and I called him. Week slipped in the month, and in my first four or five calls, this brother Wynn yelled, Why are you calling Vachi Church? I got to go by. Next time, this brother Wynn, yes, yes, I, I'm busy. Call later, bye. But after about 10 calls, it talk went up to 30 seconds. 44 calls later. You ain't going to give up, are you? I said, your soul's pretty important. Came the next servant, give their heart to the Lord, and still living for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was over a two-year period. Hallelujah. 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 Local businessman. I went and there's people in the business. I said, could we go go into to, to, to back room back there? I'd heard got wounded in church, things that happened a year or two ago, and I didn't, I'd asked no question, I just heard that, and I'd been praying and praying, a certain day I, I felt God sent me by, We go in the back room, and then he said, said, I said, I want to ask you in front of me, I said, I got one question, I said, I want to know if you're committed anywhere to church right now, he said, said well, why, why, Brother Wynn, why, I said, I said, well, I said, if you're committed to church, if you're going somewhere, I'm not a thief, a lot of church thieves around. God, God going to judge one thief. I don't care if you're stealing a wife or a car or a sheep. Thief's a thief. And, and I said, I'm not, I'm not a thief. And I said, if you're going anywhere to church, God bless you. I want to be your friend the rest of your life. You pray for me and I'll pray for you. But if you're not going to church, you tell me, no, I'll be back here next week. I want you to come hear me preach. And if you don't, I'll be back here the next week and the next week and the next week. And I think I said that about five times. And he grinned real big. And he said, well, I'm not in church nowhere. I said, I'll be back next week. So he said, no, you won't. I'll be there Sunday. Hallelujah. 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 Some you got to pour a long time, but some of it's just about up to the brim. It just needs somebody to reach their arms out. I wish somebody'd be bold, stand to your feet, say, God, let me find somebody I can pour into. Would somebody reach for the Lord right now? God, let me find somebody. My life's the happiest when I'm poured into somebody. My victory's overflowing when I'm poured into somebody. Yes, hell fights. Yes, the devil rages. Hallelujah. But when you pull it, somebody out of the fire, when somebody's being renewed, when somebody's being restored, when yokes are being destroyed. Hallelujah. 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 Now, these, these six 
I don't know, I don't know how to preach this. I've read and studied, so I'm just going to say it and get on past it. These six were not born, birthed, or created to carry wine. They just had a Jesus intervene in their life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Their dad wasn't a preacher. Their mama wasn't a prayer warrior. They came out of a mess. They came from bruised and brokenness, but they met a servant of God. Somebody said, Hallelujah. Somebody heard. Somebody heard Murray say, Whatsoever he tells you, do it. Hallelujah. I'm begging somebody. If you're in a Walmart line and God tells you to pour into somebody, just do it. Hallelujah. If you're in a restaurant, the Holy Ghost challenges you to pour into somebody. Just start pouring the love of God and the mercy of God. I love to witness. I love to witness. I've been praying about my personal witnessing, praying the Lord spoke this this to my to my life, spoke this to my heart. Reminded me, he didn't have to, I knew it, but he reminded me, I'm not, I'm not Jesus. And the Lord's kind to me. He uses me. He anoints me. But in all honesty, in all honesty, there's others he'll use. And I'm trying to get closer. But I ain't close enough to God till in five minutes I'm going to literally change somebody's life. I wish you could hear that. I wish I was closer. And I'm really praying and striving. But I'm not close enough to God to get around the most bruised and broken person in five minutes to literally change your life. And I hear hateful, mean people witness and they act like this is the only opportunity that's got a gun. They got to straighten everything out. God ain't sent me to somebody for five minutes to straighten out all their problems, to correct them and reprove them and rebuke them. If he sent me to somebody, it's probably for one reason. If I can just stir a hunger for the Lord. I wish somebody could hear that. If I could just make them hungry for Jesus, if I could just stir something in them where they would just, just, just in their thought, in their intellect, if I can't even stir a prayer, if I could just stir something in their heart, God, have you not forgot me? God, you, you reckon if I'd start praying again, you'd help me? If I could just stir a dream in their heart, you don't always have to be like this. There's a God, if he could turn David around, if, if he could turn Jonah around, if he could turn Saul of Tarsus around. Don't you know this God can help you? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I don't think I've ever told this at church, but we were up in Kentucky preaching. Little old waitress, and you could tell the weight of the world was on her shoulder and hurt, hurt, hurt. You could tell she just hurt and broken and real short and just, 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 just almost, you could just tell there's a lot on her little shoulders. And I remember gently just, just saying, how are you in the Lord? And she just gave me the look, didn't even respond to me, and took our orders for drink and never came back to our table. Another lady came, and I didn't, didn't really catch it. I, restaurants are busy sometimes. Sometimes one will wait on you and another. And she came, and 
witnessed her and talked to her about the love of God and the Lord just showed up. So, so at the end of it, at the end of it, tipping or something, we're getting ready to leave. And she said, sir, she said, I hope it didn't bother you. She said, the other lady, she said, we had some church folk come through and rip her hide and said, she just hates Christians right now. And said, I went back and told them, these church folk ain't like this. These are nice people. I don't want to destroy what God's trying to do. Lord, help me. This is touchy, but Lord, help me preach this a minute. I don't want to destroy. What if that little old woman, what if there's a car wreck in the next two or three days? She's going to slip into eternity. And the last church person that talked to her ripped her hide. Hallelujah. We need somebody that'll tell us. Hallelujah. His love reaches from the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. We don't need to get here and get on a pedestal. We need to realize we need to look back down the road where God's brought us from. Hallelujah. 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 My little old 88 year old daddy who just come off of a 40 day fast eating a meal a day and he said he's fasted two more days since then and then he, he told me early this morning he said I was up praying to the Spirit of the Lord come and he said I was telling him God if it wasn't for your grace I'd still be a drunk. If it wasn't for my daddy was a bootlegger 58 years ago and he said he said hallelujah. Hallelujah. 58 years later if it wasn't for the grace of God. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I'm not here because I'm good. I'm not here because I'm strong. I'm here because a great big God won't let go. A great big God. Hallelujah. 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 Can I preach some stuff we're not always comfortable preaching? I take nothing away from Calvary. I know that's the reason why I give it all the glory. But it's more than just Calvary 2,000 years ago. In the last 30 years, he sent some prayer warriors into my life who's fought devils back. He sent some intercessors. He sent somebody to stand in the gap and make up the hedge for us. There's times we wouldn't have made it for the grace of God and except for others praying for us. Would anybody say amen to that? I was so excited preparing this. They were not originally made to hold wine, but water to wash hands and feet of the visitors. So the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. I'm not going to be hateful and mean, but big as our ministry is growing, our outreach in all of our stations. Might be some famous, well-known preacher watching us. This thing will play. It'll go all over the world. This little sermon will. And sir, if you ever hear that little, little tender preacher speak to you, could I speak to you? Mr. Wine Bottle's laying over there. If you get empty and you won't do nothing. Too proud to pray. Too busy to seek God. Too busy to read your Bible. Too much going on to love the sheep and love God. God's going to go find him some vessels. Hallelujah. Feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. My prayers got to hear my humble cry while on others' ark. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel that wine I've been preaching about moving in here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's been good to us. We have an amazing church and amazing members, but I don't want to settle down where we are. I'm fighting bigger devils. I want to see more glory. I want to see more victory. I, I want to see signs and wonders and miracles. I, I want to see the power of God and the glory of God. 
I want Jesus to show up. I want Jesus to show up. I want Jesus to show up. No two were exactly alike. We're all different. We're all different. Hallelujah. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be like him. I want you to walk like him. I want you to talk like him. I want you to preach like him. I want you to love like him. I want you to forgive like him. Jesus saith unto them, fill the water pots with water. Now, this is good. He didn't say go over and get those wine bottles or those wine flasks or those fur skins. He said, them are water pots. Fill them with water. And they fill them up to the brim. Please, sure, man, go back to my other sermon. I'll come back and preach this later. And they filled them up to the brim. If God sends you to lay hands on somebody, don't pray a half-hearted prayer. Fill it up to the brim. If God send you to reach for somebody, don't, 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 don't reach half-heartedly. I, feel, I really feel like someone's about to walk in some new ground. I've been praying, wanting to see his glories and signs and wonders and miracles. I went 30 years, I wouldn't pray because I didn't want my anointing to take me where my integrity wouldn't keep me. But an old man now, I got nothing to prove. I just got a Jesus to love and a lost world that I want to help and I want to strengthen and I want to encourage. So, so we want to learn when he sends us, let's move. Hallelujah. When he sends us, let's move. When he sends us, let's move. When he sends us, let's move. I remember walking out that door about 11 o'clock at night, that door right there. The Lord spoke a little lady's name to me that, that I'd never met at that time in Arkansas. She is one of our partners, been kind to us, Crystal. Crystal might be watching this. I, I, I come back, I went home, spoke to my way home. I come back, back up here. The, the office was back here in a little Sunday school room, then the TV office. I went back there, found her address, called her late, late at night. Sheila said, it's awful late. I said, I, I just feel this. So I called her, and she opened, changed the phone. She's crying. She said, who is this? I said, Brother Wynn. She said, Brother Wynn on TV, Oasis Ministry, the one we part. I said, yes, this is Brother Wynn. She said, why are you calling this late? I said, I don't know, daughter. I said, you're just on my heart. She said, we just left the funeral home. I've just lost my daddy, and my worlds fell apart. In the next few moments, heaven showed up. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And that last great day of the feast, Jesus stood crying, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of his belly. Hallelujah. I'm not through preaching, but I wish somebody say, Lord, I want to pour into somebody. Oh, God, I'm a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. I want to pour into somebody. I, I want to pour into somebody. Use me to pour into somebody. Hallelujah. Isaiah 12, 3, Therefore with joy draw you water out of the wells, These, this well, your soul, the wells of salvation. Isaiah 55 and 1, O everyone that thirsts, come you to the water, and he that hath no money come, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price.
So when he speaks something to you, your your faith is 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 what ignites your relationship with God. But sometimes you got to have some works, and you got to walk up and start pouring water. I, I I have pondered. I opened it up this way, but I have pondered what got a hold of Murray. Knew who knew he was Emmanuel, but had never seen a miracle. At, at, at 30 years old, and oh, I got so much of this. The, the, it starts off on day three, and you go back into John 1, and it said this was the second day. This, it just starts, his, his life starts right there, day one, day two, day three. His ministry, his birth, it starts right there. But what got a hold of Murray? I'm talking to somebody in this building now. But Brother Wynn, I've never really seen a miracle. Murray hadn't. Brother Wynn, I've heard testimonies. I've never said Mary Hatton. But something got a hold of her that day. She said, this is my day to see his glory. This is my day to see his glory. Something got, it was nothing human done. It was her God-appointed time. I don't think on a Tuesday night when the foundation of this church is here that I'm just preaching just a, just a sermonette. I feel like I've got a word. They men and women here, you have been, the young people, grandpa, you've been so faithful, so true to God. I believe it's your day to see his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Moses came out of Egypt and he said, God, I don't want to see my enemy drown no more. And I may be hungry. I don't want to see manna fall from heaven. And I may be thirsty. I don't even want water out of a rock. I don't want to see you drown my, my Pharaoh no more. I want to see your glory. Show me your glory. Let me see you. Let me, I want more. I want to see your glory. I want to see your glory. I want to sit at your feet. So, somehow, some way, sometime in the near future, Lisa keeps singing. Paul, John, keep preaching. Brother Jerry, keep praying. Church, keep praising. Saints, keep reaching. Keep worshiping. Youth, you keep pressing. Somewhere as that living water pours into that hard, cold, stony vessel. Somewhere, I don't know, as it, as it pours out of you or it touches the bottom, but somewhere that water that flows out of you is going to turn into that Spirit of God, that new wine. Hallelujah. 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 And he saith unto them, you got to hear this. He didn't turn to the preachers. He turned to these vessels that the people had been washing out of. He turned to these vessels that people had been, been using and abusing and laughing at. They'd been putting their dirty feet in and they'd been washing their, their hands in. He turned to them. He turned to these vessels and he said, draw out now and bear to the governors of the feast. Hallelujah. They'll touch our nation. They'll touch others, our town, our states. We'll have more to pour out. When the rulers of the feast had tasted the wine, the water that was made wine, and you not whence it was, listen to this. But the servants which drew the water, they knew. They knew. They knew. That little woman is so anointed. But a year ago, she was walking the streets. That man, that young man is so anointed. And only a year ago, he's living under a bridge. They knew. Hallelujah. This thing's talked to me all day long. Hallelujah. They knew what, what that, the vessel that it was coming out of. 
But the servants which drew the water knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom. They didn't come from the seminars. They didn't come from the cliques. They weren't even original wineskins. A new heart also will I give you. And I'll put a new spirit. Will I put within you and I'll take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I'll give you a heart of flesh. Hallelujah. And I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And the Lord said on the service, go out into the highways and hedges and wineskins don't want to be used. Go find me somebody that wants to be used and tell them to come in that my house may be filled. This is a faithful saying of worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came to the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Anybody watching tonight, tell the devil, you thought you'd destroy me? You thought you'd mess with me? I'm not just going to get back in church. I'm going to be a soul winner. I'm going to get so close to God. Hallelujah. I'm not through preaching, but that anointing that's fell in here. Would you stand to your feet? Would you walk to these altars? Hallelujah. 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 I I wish everyone would if you want to sit or stand wherever you are. But I want us all over this building begin to pray. God, I want a new desire to pour out. I I want a new desire. Need somebody to begin to pray, God, I want a desire to pour out. I, I want a desire to pour out. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You pour out what you've got in the name of Jesus and he'll get in it. He'll turn water to wine. But a few more come to these altars and just tell him, God, I want a new desire to pour out. I, I, I want a desire. Satan tried to destroy my mind, tried to destroy my health, my money. Tried to destroy my life. Tried to kill me. And I thought, well, I'm just going to be satisfied. The Lord will touch me again. But I'm not going to be satisfied. Lord, I I want you to use me. Lord, I want you to use me. I want to help somebody. Somebody that's walking where I used to walk, I want to help somebody. Somebody that's living where I used to live, I want to help somebody. Somebody that's going through what I used to go through, I want to help somebody. I need some prayer warriors that will begin to pray, Lord. Explain to me in layman terms how I can pour out. Talk to some ones in here, Lord. I can pour out one-on-one. Meeting somebody in the parking lot. I can pour out one-on-one. Email, messenger. I can pour out one-on-one in a shopping line. I can pour out one-on-one with a visit. I can pour out by meeting somebody's need. I can pour out by loving somebody that's hurt and broken. I can pour out by walking into somebody's life in the time of sorrow and trouble. I can pour out. I can only pour. So I I need to examine myself and see what's in me. If there's strength in me, I can pour out strength. If there's mercy in me, I can pour out mercy. If I how can I pour out hope if I don't have hope? How can I pour out love if I don't have love to give? So, Lord, is hallelujah, Lord, there's a deep anointing in this house tonight. And I re-examine myself, Lord. I'm, I'm the little cook that's getting ready to cook a great big Thanksgiving meal to feed a multitude. And I'm going to my cupboard before I begin to prepare, before they come. Is there anything I need to get? Is there anything that's out of date? Is Hallelujah.
Lord, do I need to lay in these altars and say, I've been hurt and I've been wounded. Heal me so that hardness or roughness won't flow out of me, but so that love and mercy heal me, restore me, mend me. Give me peace. Give me victory. Give me joy. How do I pour out, Lord? We pour out by helping each other. We pour out by encouraging each other. We pour out by showing mercy to each other. We pour out by showing compassion to each other. We pour out by showing gentleness and kindness to each other. We pour out by being merciful to each other. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sometime we pour out, we're going to walk away so empty. But that finger that wrote on the wall in Daniel's day, that finger that carved the Ten Commandments, is going to pick up that eternal picture of living water. And you're going to refresh us. and You're going to restore us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like everybody needs to pray right now. Somebody's poured so out. You feel so empty and forsaken. But God's chose this night to restore you and refill you. You're needed in this hour. Somebody's about to go to hell. You're needed in this hour. Satan set up a trap to destroy somebody. You're needed in this hour. Satan ain't playing games. He's come to steal, kill, and to destroy. God sent you to stand in the gap. And God sent you to make up the heads. And God sent you to intervene and to intercede. Oh, is there a Moses in the house? Oh, stand before God for the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there, is there a Stevens in the house? He'll say, oh God, don't lay this sin to their charge. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is there a Paul in the house that said, I became all things to all men that I might win some? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel the heart of Jesus. I feel the heart of Jesus in this room right now. Oh, God. God, let a holy boldness fall on us that whatever you tell us to do, we're going to do it. Oh, God, let a holy expectation go out on this internet and anoint some men and women and young people that whatever God tells us to do. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I remember that night in Shoney's in Alabama in the 80s when that baby's fever was about 103. You spoke to Sheila. We need to pray right now. And we went over that table and we prayed. Lord, within five minutes, that little fever was back to normal. Oh, God, oh, God. When I lose my foolish pride, when I learn that there's a hand I can lean on, there's a voice I can depend on, there's a shoulder that will carry me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you'd be so kind, get somebody in this building on your heart and somebody on the Internet, get somebody on your heart. Let's pray. 
Lord, let a holy boldness fall on us tonight that whatsoever he tells us, we're going to do it. We're not going to wait weeks and months. And Is it God or is it you? We're his sheep. We know his voice. The devil ain't trying to tell us to pray for somebody. The devil ain't trying to get us to help somebody. The devil ain't trying to get us to, to, to get somebody set free. He said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they'll not follow. Somebody's fixing to see water turn to wine. We're going to pour out of our ability, pour out of our, our living water, of our touch, of our strength. That vessel we pour into, those stony hearts going to be changed. It's going to be a new beginning. It's going to be like a light switch flipping from darkness to daylight. New attitude, a new peace, a new joy, a new will, a new love, a new mercy, a new desire to live for God and serve God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Would you be so kind? Would you pray just a little bit more? Oh, 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 oh God. Oh, God. I want the Spirit of God in our services more than we've ever seen it before. I want the anointing of God in our house more than we've ever seen it before. Lord, I'm so thirsty for you. I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Our people are so hurt. The needs are so great. We're in the end time. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, I want more. I wish somebody pray out loud. Somebody help me just a few moments. Oh, God. Mary, what gonna, what gonna hold of your heart that day? You realize this is the day I'm gonna start seeing the miraculous. This is, hallelujah, this is the day. I'm going to see his glory. This is the day. God, I feel something getting a hold of somebody's heart. I don't want to just feel chill bumps. I want to see his glory. I want to know him. I don't want just a good sermon and a song and a touch. I, I want to know him. I want to sit at his feet. Sir, they have no wine. They don't, they're not having a move. They're not having a touch. They're not having an outpouring. And if you don't do something, the feast is going to be over. Church is going to dry up. If you don't do something, if you don't, if you don't produce some spirits, some wine. Families are not going to make it without the Spirit of God. Children are not going to hold on without the Spirit of God. God, I don't want our babies to grow up in church and the move of God be strange to them and the Spirit of God make them nervous and afraid. I want them to experience the move of God. I want our children. I want our grandparents, our mom and God. I want to see a move of God. I want to see a move of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pray just a little more. Oh, God, let them have it all. I want to see your glory. I want to see your glory. I wish somebody would be bold and say, thank you for what I got, but I want a greater anointing. 
Thank you for where I am, but I want more of you. I want a greater love. I wish somebody'd be bold and pray. Hallelujah. I'll not be satisfied till I wake in your likeness. They weren't even designed to hold wine. They weren't even originally purposed. They just had an encounter with Jesus and it changed their destiny. (laughs) And he said, that ain't only wine. That's the best I've ever had. Most folk at the beginning of the service have a good meeting and it kind of fizzles out, but you say the best wine to the last. We're having a move of God, a touch of God, a touch of the Spirit, a move of the Spirit. Lord, many of us here within the next few days are going to encounter a hurt, broken life, a stone vessel. We try to ease away. We don't want to get snapped at our feelings hurt, cursed. Or will we pour into that vessel up to the brim? And if I can ever get it up to the brim, he's obligated to change it. Hallelujah. 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 One of your loved ones, one of your loved ones, one of your family, would you get somebody on your mind and say, Lord, I don't want my loved ones to be lost. I don't want my friends to be lost. I don't want want those I used to go to church with that's got weary. I don't want them to be lost. Hallelujah. 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 Lisa, come and sing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Pray just a little bit more. Reach just a little bit more. Father, 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 whatsoever you do, Lord. God, if you'll wake me up, say it's time to go pray for somebody. I'm about to give them a miracle. It's time to call them. It's time to reach. Lord, if you'll send me to somebody. I'm begging you, don't let life intimidate me. Don't let my bashfulness, my shyness, my fear intimidate me. Let, me let, let it register in our heart. Daughter, son, you've got a word from God. Run with it. You've got a word from the Lord. God will honor his word. His word will not return to him void. Well, it'll accomplish that which he sent it out to do. Lord, if you'll speak to us, we'll do it quickly. Would you pray that one more time? If you'll speak to me, Lord, I'll do it. If you'll just give me an opportunity, I'll do it. I lost some opportunities. I got cheated out of some opportunities. Fear stole some opportunities. Satan stole some opportunities. Give me another chance.
seek you. The more I find you, help me find you. The more I find you, Lord. The more I love you. I want to sit, I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup. It's overwhelming. Brother Stephen, you got a pocket knife? Borrow it. Open it up. If if you if you will take it and put it in that receptacle, just stick it. What will happen? Shocked. Get shocked. Have you ever touched it? That particular one? No. before. I want that kind of faith in God. I want that kind of faith in God. I told him, I said, stick that knife in that receipt. He said, no, it'll shock me. He's never touched it, but he's got faith. I want enough faith. Lord, if you send me, something's going to happen. Would you lift your hands and pray one more time? Hallelujah. God, we've given our whole life to you. And I'm asking for just a faith in the living God. Hallelujah. Jesus, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm asking if I've ever heard from you, Lord. And I believe somebody will call me or text me or something will say, Brother Wynn, I've heard from the Lord. And let me tell you what happened. God, they, they some people in this room, some people watching the internet, you're going to, Jeremiah's gone. And Noah's gone. And Adam's gone. And Isaiah's gone. And Apostle Paul's gone. You got a John Mark and a Jerry and a Stephen and a Paul and you got a Christian, a Carmela, Sister Brenda, and Ella. Hallelujah. You got an Al. Look, hallelujah. 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 Please help me one more time. Please. Please, like that little old prophet, say, Lord, hear my sin me. But somebody say that out loud. Lord, surely there's somebody in my circle. There's surely there's somebody you can see, I can reach, I can touch. For all the kindness you've given me and for all the trouble Satan's through my way, I'd like to pull somebody out of his clutches. See a heart touched and a life changed for the glory of God. Please, if you want to keep praying, you go ahead. We love you. God bless you. Keep singing a little bit. You're free to go. Please come Sunday. Bring somebody. Please bring somebody. more.